0: Okay, <clears throat> let us begin, everyone. Good morning. A new day, a new life for all of us. And the way we want to start off our new life is always with love and positivity. That's how we want our day to be. That's how we want our mind to be thinking because that is our life. A person, Adam, is an Oilem cotton, which means you wonder what your world is. You're living in this world. Your world is your mind. That's what your world. Your world begins with yourself and how you relate to other people. And where does that become? Where does that start from? It starts from within yourself. And as we always say, Mitzora is Motsirah. Is that when a person is looking to give good energy around, he has to begin with himself. He has to begin with himself with positivity. He has to begin with himself to understand how I can learn not to be a negative person. Because besides the fact that nobody likes to be around the negative person, you know who doesn't like to be around the negative person the most? Yourself. When someone says, oh, I hate my life, you know what that really means? It really means I hate myself. That's really what it means. On a deeper level, it's not a conversation for now, but on a deeper level, it really means I hate my thoughts. I hate my negative thinking. Yes? Uh, like, half comment, half question. Saying like um, I hate my life is like a victim mentality type
1: of thing of like, this was thrown at me and I hate the situation, it's a victim, it's a victim mentality.
0: Negativity is always a victim. Ooh. I and uh, uh, Steve Chandler, right? reinventing yourself. Negative people are victims. Positive people are owners when you own your life so then you create the positivity that you want to create the victim is always blaming somebody it's negative right oh the weather the weather oh my mom oh my roommate oh my dog oh the this that's the victim that's negativity you'll never find someone negative or he'll say oh i can't i can't what usually negativity does not come on oneself Usually, negativity doesn't come from within yourself. It's usually in relation to other people. Now, obviously, negativity comes from I'm this way, I'm this way, I'm that way. But the excuses that a person uses, like you're saying, "No, I'm beautifully," is the victim. So, for all those, we'll start with number one. Obviously, those those of you who've heard me uh, from last year, but for the for the new. Uh, Holy Bachram are here, reinventing yourself. Buy the book as soon as you can. Speak to any of the guys here, second year, reinventing yourself, Steve Chandler. It's not a luxury, it's a necessity, that book. Get that book and start it as soon as you can. Because it all talks about what Noam's talking about, being an owner versus being a victim. And it's pretty much you're in either or category. Lahavdil, the Micht of Melio, says the same exact thing. It's always like that, anything, all these books come from the Torah. He says you're either a giver or you're a taker. Bottom line. You're either negative or you're gonna be positive. That's the way it is. You gotta make those choices. And it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It makes no difference if you were negative an hour ago, if you messed up yesterday. Right now the question is do I wanna be a positive person? Do I wanna start off my day Sunday morning, a new week, do I wanna start that off positive? Or do I wanna be negative negative? and the choice is yours. Nobody can tell you, oh wow, Rabbi right. C, good to see you. Right, Nobody can tell you, you have to be positive, you have to be negative. The choice is yours, how you want to live today. You want to live it negatively? Go have a great day living it negatively. You want to live it positive, Have a great day living positively. Yes? Why is it so easy to be negative? Why is that like the default? Right, so I don't know. I don't want to get into this right now so much because I really want to go right there. I don't know if it's so easy. To be negative, I think that it's just um, just the way we are. I think uh, it's easier for me to be positive. Now when we talk about easy, we, we've had this conversation. What do you mean easy? Well, I not mean easy? I'm not gonna get into that. But the point is, my life, how about this? My life, uh, who, put, who put this on the quote chat where that person didn't have legs? Who was it, who put it on? Jimmy, you did? Benjamin put it on. Right, what was it, anyone have it? You'll read it right now. What did he say? You put it on? I did not put it on, but I heard it before. <laughs> Right, the guy with no legs. So you want to know why it's easy. So I to ask him, how are you so positive with no legs? And where did he respond? How are you so negative with legs? <laughs> yeah, I love that. So good. You want to say it's easier to be positive than negative? He's saying, what are you talking about? He's answering that question. So you're right. You want to get into Sahara, the Yetzirah is negative. That's a conversation with Yetzirah remind me. Maybe we'll have in one of the, at nights after Marav. we'll talk about why it seems to be easier to be negative. But the, but the point is, Baruch Hashem, we all have legs. Baruch Hashem, we, we all have such bracha to be so positive. We all have so much to be positive about. We all have so much to be positive about. And the question is, am I searching for that? or I'm searching for my negativity. It's all what you're looking for. You want to find negative, you'll find it. You want to find positive, you'll find it. The choice is what it is that you want to look for. It's not going to be a chiddish. To be a negative person, you wanna walk around like a grumpy old guy, right? not grumpy old guy, an 18-year-old grumpy guy, right? You walk around, or a 20-year-old guy, or a fourth year, or fifth year, or 30, it doesn't matter what age you are. You wanna walk around, everyone can relate to your grumpiness. This happened to me, this happened to me, I'm depressed for this, I'm depressed for this, this bothers me, they'll be like, yup, I gotcha. I gotcha, I know the feeling, blah, blah, blah. You wanna walk around positive? Wanna walk around positive? You'll have a great time. Yes, Shimmy?
1: But there are times where like, um, I'm too focused on the circumstances around me. Right. Something didn't work out where I wanted it to. So, in like, those situations,
0: how do you stay positive in a time where you don't know, like, see right. positive? so positive? Right. So, sometime, sometimes sometimes, <clears throat> and like we've said, positivity doesn't mean you always have to be positive. Positivity could mean that even when things are difficult, that you're okay and you accept and it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Well, that's a positive thought. A positive thought is it's okay that I'm all negative. It's okay that I that I that I uh, got into a car accident and my father's upset at me and I messed up. It's okay that I'm in a bad mood. That's a when you're in a bad mood and you're being negative, and you're okay with being negative. That's a positive thought about your negativity. You never want to force yourself, right? When someone says, Jimmy, you gotta be negative, you gotta be positive, you gotta try to, you gotta be positive. That's a very negative statement. Yes, Yehuda. But is that okay to be negative? Yes. Be okay with being negative. I'm okay. Sometimes I'm negative. I'm okay with that. I'm human. I'm okay Okay. that sometimes um, when I don't sleep a lot, when I'm a little edgy, when I get nervous about things, I have like negative racing thoughts. And the first thing I try and do is just say like it's okay. I'm okay, I'm human, it's okay. If I have a bad day, I say something stupid to my wife, or to my kids, or to somebody else, I'm like, you're an idiot, that's okay. And then I call myself an idiot. Why'd you call yourself an idiot? That's not a nice thing to do. It's okay, I'm human. Yeah, makes sense? You're going through a negative time by staying positive, by accepting the situation. Right, right. Yes, yeah. Rabbi Tse. Just two things
1: understand that we don't understand that helps if we understand god is perfect and doesn't make mistakes and in bad situations if you say it's all an illusion and i don't really know what's happening but it's for the best and we see it later on right secondly if we don't get into many times we sit and we start thinking about the future or the past right instead of thinking now there are couples that come to me as you
0: know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 I'm like, what are you fighting about?
1: there? are right? like about our <laughs> kid. Where is he gonna go to college? I'm like, but you don't
0: have a kid. <laughs> it's so true. Well said, Rabatsi. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the Marita say beautiful. Yeah. Uh, uh, well we're gonna we're gonna do the aloch in a minute. I just I just wanna say something that's very important and, and I think this is the key. And, and that is that um, what Rabbi Tzvi is saying is so true, the madriga to realize that it's all from Hashem and I want everything to be good. It's okay. I think this is my underlying thing for this. It's okay if not everything is good, like we spoke about Shalash time. Sometimes we don't want to be honest with ourselves because we're trying to make things something that it's not. And it's okay to say I don't have a good relationship with my father. I don't have a good relationship with my mother. I don't have a good relationship with this person. I hate this. I don't understand this. This bothers me. That's okay. Because at least you're being honest with yourself. Positivity doesn't mean that everything is great. Positivity means that you are not living, like Noam said, as a victim, blaming everybody that it's his fault. Doesn't matter whose fault it is. This is what it is. This is the situation. Now, the reason we're starting like this is because as we're all in yeshiva together and we all hang out with each other, one of the most challenging things that people have, especially when you're a teenager and you get a little bit older, is dealing with other people. Baruch Hashem, there are a lot of roommates. Baruch Hashem, you have a lot of people. Baruch Hashem, there's a lot of differences. And what's difficult is putting other people down. And that is very hurtful to put somebody down. We know from ourselves how much we could have suffered from one Rebbe, or one teacher, or one parent, or one whatever it might be, who put us down, right? As uh, I think Elio Newhouse sent an amazing quote, amazing quote on the chat, amazing. Sorry, let me get it for a second, amazing. We were talking about this on Thursday, I think that's why he wrote it, why he sent it. I don't know if he put it on the chat, but um, Morty, Morty, listen to this one. This was for what we spoke about. Ready for this one? When you, let's see, check this one out. When you keep criticizing your kids, they don't stop loving you, they stop loving themselves. Wow! Power, when you, Keep criticizing your kids. They don't stop loving you, they stop loving themselves. How powerful is that? So powerful, why? Because we see that. We see that. When you're a person who criticizes somebody, you're hurting that person. You're hurting that person. You're hurting someone. And I want to tell you guys something very scary. And the scary thing is, is that what goes around comes around. You might not feel it now when you're at your stage in life where you could be the guy who's the quote-unquote the guy in the group who's the king of the group and you got to make sure that everybody's a certain way and you got to control, blah, blah. I guarantee you, you will pay for that. I'm not threatening anybody. I'm telling you the way it works. You right now might be, and you'll see this in your life, the bullies will pay for being a bully, I promise you. The victim at the end of the day, and I'm not talking about that victim, the victim of, if you're a person who says, that's it, I'm not talking negatively, not even the, not even the JK, just kidding, as we're going to see in the Chavetz Chaim, right? Everyone laughs, oh, yeah, great, as we're going to see right now, talking negatively about someone's appearance, right? You're not allowed to talk, says the Chavetz Chaim, and Lashon Hara, Gimel, hey, Gimel. You're not allowed to talk negatively about someone's appearance, his clothing, even if it is obvious to all who see the person. For example, he looks terrible lately. Did you see how much weight he gained? Or people sometimes make fun of their own weight, and they make fun of their own weight, and other people laugh, and then they think that it's OK to speak about that person as you know a nickname or something like that. Here comes my next door neighbor. Right, He's a strange guy. My son-in-law's suit is horrible. Did you notice my brother's hat? The boy is not good looking. So you might think this is obvious, right? So therefore, why can't I say it? Why then am I not allowed to say it? The Chavez Chaim tells us, put yourself in the person's shoes. How would you feel if you heard people talk about you in such a manner? So we have to be very careful. Each and every one of us has to be very, very careful. It all begins within yourself. When you feel good about yourself, then you're able to spread the love around you. When you don't feel good about yourself, you're looking to have people accept you because deep down, you don't really accept yourself. And it's a normal thing. It's a very normal thing. Don't think there's something wrong with you if you love hanging around with other people and you love being that guy who's putting other people down. (laughs) It's a normal thing to want to raise yourself up. But it doesn't work. Yes, Yossi? How do you change that? What?
1: How do you change that? the acceptance of
0: others. Not necessarily that you're putting people down, just more that you just are looking very much for other people's um positive reinforcement. Great question. Um <clears throat> this is really more for Msill Zasharin but I'll give the the segue to that Yassi. And that is is that when you're focused on other people and you're focused on everybody but yourself and you're investing in other things, not yourself, then you get your life from other people. Other people are making you who you are. As opposed to if I am focusing everything on me and my main objective is to build myself, then it doesn't, it doesn't entertain my mind to worry what people are saying, because I'm so busy, right? When you're working out, when you're jogging, when you're in your zone doing your thing, You're not looking around, you're doing your thing. Most of the time, we get busy with other people because we're not busy with ourselves. And you keep on showing up. I say anybody who's here, anyone who comes every morning, every other morning, consistently, and this is what we talk about over and over and over and over again, this is what we talk about. Nothing new, nothing so chidestik, but over and over again, we remind ourselves what life is about. We remind ourselves that it's not about other people. We remind ourselves that I gotta figure myself out. We remind ourselves that I'm not gonna be happy by putting down other people. We remind ourselves of these things. That will help us. You have to become, you have to become familiar, consistent, persistent to get there. Does that make sense? Okay, Hashem, yes, Nisano. No, we got the issue. well, one more time? Does it apply to pe- not only people, but situations as well? well? What do you mean by people, not situations? Pe- no, they always okay here situations. Well, what do you mean situations? Meaning by being a victim of- what, what does it matter to situation. It's all how I respond to the situation. <coughs> situations mean nothing. It's all how I respond to the situation. It's all how I look at the situation. Do I look at the situation as a victim Right. Look at the situation as an owner. The effect is real. The effect is what you want the effect to be. I'm not <laughs> sure what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking in the in the in the in the. In the,
1: in the no, I, I'm, I'm saying like.
0: When yeah. We start, yeah. We the rest of this. No, no.
1: Say. No, I'm saying that like. Let's get it clear. There's we're nothing. Let's. Correct. From certain situations. So give
0: me an example. If it's out of personal, give me Same, an example. Uh,
1: Right, so else. if I'm
0: being bullied, you're saying? Or bullying? I'm getting bullied. So getting bullied, so I can choose to respond to that situation. I could punch the guy in the face. I could feel like a loser. I could feel that there's something wrong with me. I could move away from that person. I'm not talking about a, a little kid, it's very challenging. I'm, not, I'm talking about us right here. If a person's uncomfortable with the way another person talks to him, if a person's uncomfortable with the people right around him, Sorry, I'll read this again. I'm actually not sorry, I just, I apologize for the second over here. But there have been amazing quotes that have been put on, right? I saw last night, someone put on the quote. This, this one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the cave. you saw that one? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who put that on there? <laughs> Who put it on? Exactly, yeah, say that again. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, say it again. <coughs> if you, yeah, say it again. If you look at the people in your circle and you don't get inspired, you don't have a circle. You have a cage. You have a cage. So, so that's beautiful. So Yehuda, if there's someone in your circle or there's someone in your life who's bullying you, who makes you feel a certain way, so then you have a choice how to react to that situation. You could sit there and complain about that person. You can go ahead and you could say, "I want that person to die," and I wish that person this or that. Or you can go ahead and you can say, "I'm not going to let that person affect me. I need to read books about it. I need to speak to a therapist about it. I need to speak to my rebbe about it. I need to write about it. I need to approach the person. Whatever you might do, I need to ignore. Right? Tell this to many people. Right?" You, want to, you have a bad relationship with your father. You have a bad relationship with your mother. You have a choice. You have a choice. You want to complain about it? Complain about it, that's fine. But own the fact that you're complaining about it. Own the fact that you're a victim. I know it's like a, a stira. That's Brene. So Brene says, own your story. Own your story. But at least you're dealing with reality. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Or I'm not going to do it. But, or Rabbi re- i re- re- I'm not going to do anything about it. And that's OK but you're owning whatever you are dealing with. Yes, uh, uh, Shy ahead first, I'm sorry. So so last night
1: at like two in the morning, me and uh, Nisano had a, a rooster shop for gifts <laughs> of imperfection, and- Wow, two in the morning?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, what does it say, yeah.
1: And it's just a little struggle problem with this, because right you can't criticize other people.
0: You can't? Yes, you can. I could do whatever I want. I could criticize somebody oh, if I want to. Like,
1: you know? No, no,
0: it's important. It's not, you uh, said you can't. That it's not not advisable. Criticize whoever you want. What is that? It's a choice you're making. Sorry yeah, no, no, to interrupt. No, no, yeah. No, no, no,
1: no, no. Good. So, good so you can make this choice to criticize
0: other people, right? Right. It's probably not a good choice. But, but, but uh, the gifts of imperfection
1: last night was saying that if you want to live uh, a compassionate life and have compassion for other people, right? Low key. The element of compassion is to like the key to it is to have like strong borders and like put people like like put people accountable. So how do you keep someone accountable? If good, <laughs> not like, how do you keep someone accountable? How do you keep someone accountable? If you're not gonna like, if you're not
0: gonna. <clears throat> the person you have to keep accountable, Shia, is yourself. When you keep yourself and you own your story, ready? Talk about Yehuda's example. If I'm owning my story, anyone who's read that book, it's the opening statement. It's the question that Shimi Klaus asked me is that it's a stira between Steve Chandler saying that it's ownership and and Brene, but her first opening line is owning your story. When I own my story, and if I have a problem with my father, if I have a problem with my roommate, owning it is saying, listen, buddy, you're my roommate. I love you very much. I don't want to hate you. I want to have a good year together with you. I want to go ahead and figure out a way that we can make this work. I'm owning it. That's a boundary I'm setting. Now, if it can't work, guess what? I'm out of here. That's it. I'll change my room. What's the problem? That's the boundary you're talking about. That's great. I'm open. You snore. You're insensitive with the lights that you put on late at night. Or oh, you already have to say anything. You have to say anything. That's owning and putting a boundary. Saying this is what I need in order to make it. So there's an issue. There's no issue. No, no, no. let's say in life, let's say cause yeah. there's issues in
1: life, right? Yeah. So how do you address someone who needs to be accountable without criticizing them? There was
0: a uh, who's of them criticizing? Who's criticizing? This is what I need. This is what I need to survive. This is what I need. Could you help me with that or not? You come in at night. I'm there at 1 o'clock in the morning. You walk in at night and you put on the light at 2 o'clock in the morning. You're loud. Could you please do me a favor? I'm asking you with pure respect. Could you please respect my boundaries? If you can't, I love you. I love you. It's okay. I love you. I love you. But I've got to get myself another roommate. That's all. Does that make sense? Yes. It's a boundary. Now, you can go ahead. What do most people do? They roll their eyes, complain, talk about it negativity, they hold it inside, which is very normal. And the whole year they spend blaming, the reason I can't wake up in the morning and the reason I hate everybody is because of my roommate. No, that's not your truth, you're lying to yourself. The truth is, you're not owning the fact that you have a difficulty with this person and you're not dealing with it. You're welcome, thank you, Shia. Thank you, Shia, thank you, thank you. love it, love it. Yes.
1: Right. ultimately, if someone does that, then in his eyes he's around a couple But if he does the opposite Very good. and keeps up with his friends, then he's in that
0: group that everybody wants to be. in Beautiful. 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 Beautiful, Noam. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well yeah. said. Beautiful, Noam. Beautiful. Yes, Sean? Uh, is there ever a time that you do confront someone? Yeah, Seeing so well. that you're doing something wrong, some people would need to hear that, but they don't understand it. Right. I, that's, right, that's always, that's always the, la- I, I, I never would want to pull that card because it's sort of like you're doing something wrong. It's not about doing something wrong. It's this is what I need. Some people won't understand it. From that. Exactly. Like so if somebody doesn't understand it, on the side, then you have to make a choice. You have to make a decision. You have to decide I'm going with this. I'm going to suffer. And that's okay. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we say I'm going to continue with this relationship. Or you have to say, okay, I'm moving away. But you don't, let's see, so you wouldn't confront them. You wouldn't tell them straight Well, it depends this. how close you are with them. Yeah. Depends if you think the person will be macabre from you. Or the person is going to look at you and say, ah, oh, yeah, right. Well, you say I have this problem. You have that problem. Depends how immature and mature the relationship is. But again, the key, Shia, and for everybody, the key is where am I going? What do I want to do? Where am I headed? and how to communicate where I'm headed. Not to other people, but to myself. When I communicate to other people something, when I communicate, I'm sorry, to myself, that I want to be in a room where I go to sleep at 12 o'clock, at one o'clock. So then that's a very clear communication of what I want. If not, I'm okay with somebody making noise. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Shlaimi? nice. Yes. Um, when you own your own story, You become an author. You don't own your own story. All your life, you're just reading somebody else. Whoa! When you are, listen, listen, what, Shlaimi, listen what the author Shlaime said. When you're, when you're owning your life, and this is what Ripsim Haraba made up last year, I think it was last year, about you don't have a good day, you create a good day. You don't just happen to have a good day. So Shlaime saying if you're an owner of your life and you're writing your own book, you are an author of your own life. When you're a victim, all you're doing all day is reading everybody else's book. That's what life is about. That's what this year in yeshiva is going to be. Is this going to be a year where you're watching other people and hoping that one day I'll be like that guy? And hoping one day I'll be like that guy? Or or am I living, living the life that I want to live? And whether people are watching me, right, like I always say, when that guy's on the free throw line and it's a minute left and he's got to hit those free throws. So, yeah, we are all watching the crowd and saying he's standing in the crowd. That guy's not looking at the crowd. That guy's looking at what he's got to do. And then everyone's like, wow, I want to be like that guy. I want to be that guy. Most people, when you live in your zone and you lose yourself, And you lose yourself and you're not aware of what everybody else is thinking. It's a very normal thing for everybody to worry what everybody else is thinking. It's normal. But when you're in your zone and when you're living your life and you're walking with that little stride and you're doing your thing, you don't care what nobody thinks. All you care about is I got to get to my destination. I got to reach where I want to reach to and nothing will stop me. Nobody will stop me. I'm going to write. It's interesting. You, your are machav and the Svasemes says, Mama, what you said, Shlameh, the Svassame says that every person after his lifetime writes and reads the story that he wrote about himself. See? Everybody reads the story that you wrote in your own handwriting about yourself. Who had their, uh, yes, all right.
1: Right. and often people victimize themselves to give themselves a, an easy way out. Right. There are often times when the challenges presented to people are of no fault of their own and are difficult, but at this, but and like, it, it's different kinds of victimization. imagine, I'm say more, but because the
0: right approach to it is still not being a victim, even if the challenge doesn't come from outside. Some Correct. people may
1: think, well, this challenge genuinely didn't come from me. I didn't do anything. To bring this upon myself, but it's still happening. And you have the same with that so well, then how do I deal with this? And I can say, well, this challenge is my fault, so I'm not going to deal with it. And then, of course, everything becomes much worse. Where you can take ownership more of what's outside of right. You're right. It should, you're right it should, this thing shouldn't be happening to so you And go outside there and just like take ownership despite that. Beautiful. On beautiful,
0: awesome. beautiful. 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 If I could say, beautiful, if I could say what Aaron, what, what, I, what I think I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is that at the end of the day, winners are winners. No matter what the situation is, whether they can blame somebody or they can't blame somebody, it doesn't matter. If I'm a winner and I'm an owner, I'm going to win and I'm going to own. doesn't matter how the situation came. Yeah, is that? Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Yes, Gedalia? Yeah, winners and losers. They yeah. say a loser can, can't accept the loss, but a winner can't Beautiful. So true. Right, like Gedalia said, true. losers can't lose. Right? He can't lose. A winner can accept the fact that sometimes you can lose. That's okay. Okay, Hashem should help us. I just want to learn one little piece. We have a few minutes. One little piece in the Mesil Zisharim. Hashem should help us as we are learning the Hilchus and Hara Shem should help each and every one of us today to be a person, as the, <clears throat> the Maral says, that someone who talks and Hara is like he's dead. Why is he like he's dead? The reason he's like he's dead is because a person who's alive is a giver. A person who's dead can't give. He's only taking. So when you're talking about other people, all you're doing is taking from other people to give yourself what you need, as opposed to if you're a giver, you don't need to talk negatively about anybody because you give yourself the life that you need to give yourself within yourself. So Hashem should help us and all the Jewish people not to speak anything negative about anybody today and every day, Mr. Hashem. I just want to focus. Really, we're still in the beginning of the Mesiltsi Sharam. Shai, can you get some water, please? With my throat, <clears> throat> and the Masil Sharm says in the beginning like this: He says, "Visira imtisbonin Bahova haolam." When a person looks at the world, and when he's talking about looking at the world, he's not talking about looking at the secular world. He's talking about all worlds. He's talking about the Jewish world. He's talking about everything. Ki rov Anche Asekalam Mohir, most smart people, the Hapikhim Acharifim. Anyone who's smart, thank you so much, will put rov his bonenum vistaklu vistaklusum betakos hachachmas. They will put most of their time in other areas. Depending on what you like. He says, You could be a scientist, you could be an astronomer. You could be a psychologist. You could be an engineer. You could be a lawyer. You could be a doctor. Then he goes to Torah. He says, There's lima Torah. He says there's halacha. There's medrash. And I always found this, in the beginning, fascinating. He, because he puts together the jobs. Obviously, one is Kodesh and one is chol. But he puts them in the same category of what people are doing. He puts it in the same category. He puts a person who's a Dayan, a person who's learning Torah, a person, Lahavdal, who's going to college to become a lawyer. He's putting them all in one group. And then he says like this. This is the punch that he gives us, or the hug, however you want to look at it. (laughs) Ma'atim yeyum min amin. And this is what life's about, for sure. This is what Elul, Rosh Hashanah and these days are about. Not that many people will spend their time doing what we are doing right now. And what is that? We are learning about being shlemus havoda. How can I come to be a lover, a'hava? How can I be someone who has yira? Who has a relationship with Hashem. How could I be somebody who connects myself to Hashem? Most people don't look at it like that. Most people say, how do I judge myself as a Jew? Well, how many Siddharim do you learn? If you learn one Seder, then you're a uh, quarter of a Jew. If you learn a uh, Seder and a half two Siddharim, then you're probably like a 60-70% Jew. You learn all three Siddharim, Olam Haba. Now, I would never, ever argue with that if I didn't have the Maseel Zusharim. So thank God I have the Maseel Zusharim who tells me that that is not true. And the Maseel Zusharim tells me and teaches us all to remind ourselves that that's not what Judaism is about. Now, people get nervous. What does that mean? So Judaism's not about learning Torah? Relax. Judaism is about learning Torah. For all those who get nervous, yes, that is a part of Judaism, we have to know Torah, and Torah is incredible. It's not a conversation for now, but the point is because the Ramchal is not talking about that right now. The Ramchal is saying, how many hours are you putting into your life? How many hours are you spending thinking about your relationships? How many hours are you putting in, sitting and figuring out and reading books on happiness, on self-help books? on being an owner, not a victim. Can I tell you why? Because when you do that, as Shlomi said, our yeshiva, and Judaism for that matter, is about learning a blot gemara of yourself. It's learning a blot of yourself. It's figuring yourself out. And then what happens through that, you learn Torah. Yes, Morty, what did you want to say? That what? That a
1: lot of people the come um, have a lot of respect for like, uh, people holding the uh, philosophy. And, Correct. Because they're, they're also like, they have the kofah, oh. but they use it towards not the thing
0: that all, all
1: <clears throat> else. It's like that you use our kofah.
0: Beautiful. And Morty, you're machavin to the Ramchal. Because ah. the Ramchal says, yes. oh, yeah. I'm happy, Morty, yeah. Uh. Morty, you're machavin to the Ramchal because the Ramchal says, vishaloya do mechaucham. Don't think there's somebody who's called a Chacham. Sheyeh Chacham Be'emes, who's truly a Chacham. Shaloy Yisboro Etzlo, call Hadvarim Ha'ela. Sometimes I hear people say, He is a Talmud Chacham. What they say? Say, He's a Talmud Chacham, but eh. Guess what? As far as colloquial, He might be a Talmud Chacham. He might know a lot of Torah. I, no, He doesn't know a lot of Torah. He might know a lot of gemaras, a lot of chumash, a lot of halacha. But as far as the Torah goes, he's not called a talmachacham. That's not a talmachacham. A talmachacham is somebody who lives, who walks the walk. And he walks exactly, Now we can't judge anybody. We can't go around and judge somebody, this guy's this, this guy's that. that." But what the Ramchal says, Morty, like you're saying, is that a real chacham, a real chacham is a person who lives with relationships, a person who lives with with a sense of respect, a person who lives exactly what you think it's supposed to be. And if it ain't like that, then you're 100% right. If it ain't like that, if it doesn't smell right, the way you can imagine it to be, then you have good questions and ask those questions and figure it out. But a real tamachacham, a real tzaddik, is a person who focuses his time, his energy, on Shleim Ha'adam, on becoming a person, on becoming an Adam, becoming what Hashem put us in this world to do to get married, to be the best husband in the world, to be the best father in the world, to be the best to smell, ah, to smell delicious around anyone who comes in contact with you to say, oh, that's what a Jew is, that's what God is, that's what life is about. That's what the Torah is about. That's that's our purpose. Yes.
1: It's, first of all, it's a, it really is a mission of ours. That's you know, that's right. the first mission. You know. Right. You right. Also, it's interesting to see how, if you look, you know, take the Gedola Yisrael from all sectors. That what stands out in all of Gedola Yisrael is the
0: Benadam Beautiful. We, beautiful. Beautiful. City. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. You'll never find. You'll never find a Gadol, you'll never find a great Jew who is not beautiful in, in ben al Lechaver. Not only that, there's one of my Muslim best, Muslim there's a Muslim, one of my best stories they say about Rav Shlomo Zalman, Rav Shlomo Arbach, I mean, I can't imagine, I never heard it, I never read it, but just oh, the fact that they say it about him, I wish they could say it on me, they probably can't. They probably won't be able to say it on me because I've already messed up. But Rav Shlomo Zalman said, by his wife's Leviah that I don't even have to ask Mechila, I don't have to ask for any forgiveness. I mean, could you imagine being a husband, living a life, and he didn't just say, say words? If I could say that, if I could say that, if we could all say that, that our goal is to be the best husband in the world, our goal. If that's all of this. People ask me that. Oh, Fisher, so, oh, what do you expect from the guys in your yeshiva? What do you want them to be? Where do you want them to go, right? How many guys are going to this yeshiva, that yeshiva? I say it's much more simple than that. I don't want anything. I don't want guys going there, going there. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't get me excited. If everybody who leaves this yeshiva could say, I'm going to be an amazing husband, like Yehuda Mattel said this morning, Yehuda Mattel said this morning when we were talking in Shir, and I said, what would happen if you knew that you were gonna have a year of terrible fighting in your house? If Hashem put and said, This year you're gonna have terrible fighting with your wife, you're gonna have terrible Shalom bias problems. So why did Yehuda Mattel you say it yourself? You just say it, what did you say? I said, that I would tell the red a problem. Right. So Yehuda said, it's not gonna happen. He said it's not gonna happen. Which means, I am committed. I am committed to this relationship. I am committed. Okay, Hashem should help us. You guys are like, okay, marriage, what are you talking about? Marriage, right? We got Seder, we got First Seder. But you know where it begins, guys? It begins, it begins here. It begins here. This is where you start building yourself up to the woman who you're going to marry. Because you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. And I don't mean financially, it's not that easy. You wish it was that easy. That's easy. You get what you pay for. You work hard, you work on yourself, you begin to say no to things, which really means you begin to say yes to other things. You begin to say no to things, which really means you're saying yes to other things. Then you will build yourself to be ready Get whatever you need. Did you want to say something? Um, you want to say how happy you are to, to be back? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, great job with Simparaba. Simparaba. I want to thank the publicly because uh, I was missing in action last week and uh, Fisher called me out that I was missing. Uh, and um, it's like a certain surreal feeling of being called out that like, doesn't compare. When you know that like somebody cares about you and you're just like this an action. called out. Right? Well well Baruch Hashem, we're all blessed. All I could say is Baruch Hashem, we are all blessed to start off our day. And Rapsim Khabba, the reason I called you out is because you, you add tremendously to, to us being together. Right? And I care about you a lot, so that's why also. Right? Yeah. you know what that means when he says that I know Ripsey for a long time I got you Hashem should help us all Hashem should help us all all we have to do 90% of success could be it's even more could be it's even more 90% of success is just showing up showing up just be around you be around, you're around. You, you, you start you start figuring things out. You start understanding things. Hashem should help us have an incredible day. We should have an incredible week. We should have an incredible year, Baz Hashem. And very, very important. Think about what do I want to do today? What do I want to accomplish today? What are my goals today? Smash your rearview mirrors. Don't worry about what you did in your past. Don't worry about your past. Say, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. Like, like Shlaimy said, start writing your book. Start writing your book the way you want it to look, the way you want it to be, and start with today because today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shalom. I got it. I got it. I was here
1: for the line. That was your line. But you just. You, okay. are you